in the shower, car, or on the can. As moms, we all know those are about the only times in a day where we are alone and sane, if we're lucky. That's why we created Mom Goal, a weekly podcast designed to give moms all they need to know to become moguls in 15 minutes or less. So lather up, turn up the volume, or stay secretly hiding in peace on the pot a bit longer. Let's go. Hey, mom goals. Welcome back. It is 2020. We're calling it 2022 because this year just feels like a repeat, but we're going to get through it. And something a lot of people do in the beginning of a new year is they do cleanses, juice cleanse. There's all kinds of fads and things out there, but this month we're going to talk about cleansing ourselves and the cleanses that Raquel and I at mom (laughs) do. We all think you can relate to. Okay. Number one, we are starting with the cleanse of how often do you shower and wash your hair? (laughs) How often do you do this? I know you guys thought we were going one direction, but we're going another. No, showering as if it's 2020 all over again has become more obsolete than last year, I feel, for sure. I'd say the typical January stretch. It was about three days of grease on top of the hair. My hair gets real greasy. Like I know how some people go, Oh gosh, don't wash your hair that often. If I don't, I, oh my Lord, I look like I took a shower, you know, Seinfeld shower head because (laughs) my hair is so greasy. So by day three, the level of grease is like Crisco and it's like, girl, you have to shower. So it forces me to shower even in a messy bun. You can't hide it. It's real bad. So I would say the length of time is about three days. My greasy hair forces me to do it. It's so freaking hard, you guys. You know, it's been quarantine. Chris and I both had COVID. Everyone in the family had COVID. We had it at the same time. We were recording with poor Fran Hauser. (laughs) So when I do take a shower, it is a moment of zen. Been playing a lot of Elton John and the Beatles, and it's just a kind of time I'm like, okay, 10 minutes just to clear my head. So, you know, it's not happening as often, but I try to make most of it when I do. Gosh, same here. I do, yeah, three days. I did go like five days when I had COVID. Because I was like, what's the point of showering? I've been in the house. You know, you just felt crappy. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to get through this. And then you're right. But when you do shower and when you do wash your hair, I guess you feel better. You feel a lot better. You do feel better. So, I mean, mom goals, we hope you're in it with us. And this is just showing that everything we see on social media and the no, we keep it real here at Bob Goal, and we're just doing our best. And if we shower, chalk it up to a win for the week, right? right? Because at the rate we're going, we need to celebrate just even a shower on those days. So, so celebrate yourself if you decide to take one that week, because that's where we're at in 2022. So, you know, it's a little things. And stick around next week where we talk about our favorite tools to cleanse. See you guys. Mom goals, it is time to talk five minutes of career and finance. And this month we get to spend it with the one and only Fran Hauser. She's an author, keynote speaker, and startup investor who is passionate about helping women build fulfilling careers and successful businesses. Her last book, The Myth of the Nice Girl, was voted the best business book of the year in 2018 by Audible and had raving fans, including Ariana Huffington, Goop, and of course, ourselves. Her next book, Embrace the Work, Love Your Career, hits shelves in March, and this month, she's going to help us do just that. 
Fran, welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you for having me. It's so great to be chatting with both of you. Thank you, Fran, for being here today. We're honored to have you on the show. You've been an executive for major companies like Coca-Cola, AOL, Time Inc., People, InStyle, and Entertainment Weekly. Your career obviously speaks for itself. So any tips on how we can also fall in love with our own? Mm. When it comes to loving your career, I think it's really important to take the time to reflect on what's working for you in your current role. What are the things that you really enjoy doing and that you're good at? And if you're in transition, you can think about your most recent role. One of the exercises in my book that I really love is where I encourage readers to look at their calendar for the last three months and identify the meetings or appointments that bring a smile to their face. Like when they think about those moments, those interactions, those experiences, they're actually happy because they were fulfilling experiences. And then what I ask readers to do is to reflect on what was it about the experience that made it so fulfilling? You know, was it the problem that you were solving? Was it the people that you were working with? Was it that you were leveraging certain skills? And then the idea is that you want to do more of that stuff because that's the stuff that you're really enjoying and that you're good at. And so is there a way that you can do more of it in your current role? And if not, you know, is there maybe like a side hustle or side project that you can take on that would fill that void? For me, I can tell you, I did this exercise when I was at Time Inc. I was eight years into my tenure there and I was starting to get a little bit of an itch and I did this exercise. And what I realized was that the best part of my job was partnering with startups. I loved meeting with founders and hearing about their business challenges and being a sounding board for them on building their product and their business. And what I realized was that I've always loved building. I've always loved building products and I've always loved mentoring. And when I was partnering with startups, I was doing both of those things. So what I started doing as a side hustle, I started investing in and advising startups. And I did that for a couple of years while I was still a timing, but on the side, I was working with startups and I ended up loving it so much that I ended up deciding to leave timing and go all in on angel investing. And that's what I've been doing now for eight years. So like for me, it was just such an important moment in my career where I could just kind of take a step back and say, okay, what do I really love about what I'm doing and how can I do more of it and not getting stuck in this scarcity mindset of, oh, but I'm not going to be able to do more of it at time. You know what? So it's like, okay, let me create that opportunity for myself. So taking the time to reflect is very important. The other thing that I would say is loving your career is hard when you're not creating real value at work. Because when you're doing meaningful work that is creating real value, it is very fulfilling and it opens doors for you. So I always encourage women to look at their priorities and make sure that there's at least one really meaty project that's very visible at work. And if you don't have a project like that on your current list, is there a high profile project that you can ask to be a part of? Or maybe it's coming up with a whole new idea or opportunity. So even just having that type of conversation with your manager will show that you're taking initiative and that you're ambitious. So 
it's a really great dialogue to get into with your manager about doing more high profile work. And the last thing I'll say about this idea of like loving your career is that so much of it is mindset. It's really about being open and being curious because when you're open and you're curious, it's amazing the opportunities that come your way. So I think mindset is just a, a huge part of it. No, I totally agree. I feel like mindset is is everything when it comes to career, life, you know, challenges that come your way. We're all Chris and I have COVID right now, but we're gonna we're gonna fight through these obstacles. We're gonna have an awesome recording. You know, that's what we're gonna do today. It is, it's your mindset. And I love the exercise about looking at your calendar and seeing what sparks that joy and that creativity. And but I also love what may be lacking. Create your own way to fill that void. And look, a big part of that too is your network and the people that you surround yourself with. I remember when I was at Time Inc. in the early days, I kind of looked up one day and realized that everybody in my network, they were all in media and they all like looked and sounded like me. And when we got together, we were all talking about the same things. And it was like this echo chamber where I just sort of decided, you know, I want to meet people that are working in different sectors. And when you meet people that are working on different things, then they bring opportunities to you as well. It took me years to prioritize that. I don't think I ever truly understood the value until I heard Pat Philly Crucial speak at a Women's Leadership Summit. And Pat, she was the number two at Time Warner. She worked directly for Jeff Bukas, who was the chair. And she talked about how her network's the reason why she was able to accelerate in her career so quickly and that she would do two networking meetings every single day. And I remember being in awe of that. So I just decided to do one a week. Like if I could meet 50 new people in a year, I mean, that's pretty great. And I literally put aside time every week for that. And if I didn't have a meeting, I would use that time to go onto LinkedIn and to reach out to people to figure out who should I be connecting with. I like that because I think especially now, my gosh, in this pandemic and as mothers, as we're trying to just do it all and how does this work with this new normal, right? So I think let's learn from Fran. Let's let's make it a priority in 2022. If we can't see people in person, let's try and network as much as we can. And that'll only help us in this new year. So Fran, thank you so much. We're so excited to, to get a deep dive on all the rest of these topics. And if you'd like more exercises on this topic of falling in love with your career, Fran's workbook, Embrace the Work, Love Your Career, is available for pre-order now at bookshop.org, Amazon, and Barnes and Noble. Stick around next week as we learn how to create more time and space in our careers and lives. <sighs> something, <laughs> something we uh, desperately want to know here on Mom Goal. Thanks so much, Fran. Thank you for having me. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Mommy. <sighs> All right, Mom Goals. It's time to talk five minutes of emotions, and this month we are honored to welcome Kristen Glosserman to the show. She's an executive and life coach who gets people and loves parenting. Plus, she's also the author of If It's Not Right, Go Left. Kristen and I just finished. We loved it. She also lives and works by her motto, hashtag hope this helps. Her goal is to help her clients enjoy work and life more. Mongols, please welcome Kristen to the show. Hello, Kristen. Hi. Hi. Thank you for having me. 
Yay, thank you so much for being here. All right, from one Kristen to another, so great to be in your company this month. As Raquel mentioned, we both read your book, and besides being beautiful, it's full of amazing life lessons that we all can learn from. And at this moment in time, since we're still going through the pandemic and struggling, taking it one day at a time, we could all use your help. So Kristen, how can we stay positive and still achieve our goals in these trying times? It's such a great question and we're hearing it every day. Life has been challenging and the progress has been slow. So how can we continue to wake up each morning and have that smile on our face? And I know that, you know, we talk about goals in the new year. Sometimes the goal can be as simple as getting up with a smile. So I want to talk about goals, not only in terms of going after a promotion or landing that client, but sometimes the goals can be simple. And it's those small achievable goals right now that I'm encouraging myself and my clients to go after. I love that keyword achievable because right now, I mean, I feel like every parent I see kids are home trying to work while kids are at home. School is closed. It's craziness. So let's talk about how do we set things that are just more attainable in our life? What are some examples of those? So I think an example would be, you know, I, I have four children ages nine to 14, no twins. So they're each on their own path. And some days the goal is as simple as being present and listening, right? I'll have my nine-year-old come in and mom, my eyes hurt. I'm tired of Zoom. I'm tired of remote learning. Yeah, Gina, remote learning is really hard. I'm not surprised your eyes hurt. You're on day three of remote. What can we do? And asking questions to our kids and it enables them to try to come up with some possible solutions on their own. And that's a tip that I get from my positive discipline training. I'm a certified positive discipline educator. So sometimes the goal can just be being in it with your kids and asking them questions and helping them become problem solvers. I love that. Trying to work while we're home together, how they can figure out how to to do that with each right. other. So it's so true because I think the huge responsibility is all of a sudden we think we're supposed to fix everything, right? That we have to have all of the answers right yeah. and i think throwing some of those back what's for dinner i don't know what would, <laughs> what would you think a good dinner would be i don't have to come up with all the solutions here yeah um, so let's try to make the most of this trying situation and get our kids involved and help them come up with some possibilities I adore that. And it makes me feel good today that the fact that I washed my face and I flossed, right? <laughs> Not just like brushed my teeth in a hurry, but that was a big win today. Sadly, yeah. a big and, win. A big and win. you're smiling, right? Right? Yes. Small wins create smiles. You put on your makeup, you floss your teeth, you wash your face, you got some blush on. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> So, so really in these times and times that everything feels so heavy, go left, lighten up. I love that. And you guys, speaking of going left, be sure to pick up Kristen's book. If it's not right, go left at Amazon, Barnes Noble, where all books are sold. I'm telling you, it's a beautiful, beautiful book and such a great read. And also head over to kristenglosserman.com if you want info on working with her directly. So 
Stick around next week. Kristen will be here all month to keep us positive and accountable. And she's going to teach us next week all about energy allocation. See you next week, Kristen. Bye-bye. All right, Mom Goals. That's all the time we have. Thanks for listening. Want more Mom Goal? Follow us on Instagram at Mom Goal. And don't forget to leave us a review.